welcome back to the next episode of Lace Up and Listen. I'm your host, Amelia Uphill, aka The Uphill Runner, and as a mum to one-year-old Max and aspiring marathon runner, I'll be sharing insights about how to juggle mum duties while still finding time for running. Each week, I'll bring you a conversation with a different inspiring expert guest to help you maximise your training, whether you're a new mum returning to running postnatally or building up to running marathons and more. There'll be a new episode available every week to keep you company throughout your training or to relax with on a rest day. My guest for this episode is Matthew Walters. Matthew is the founder of Runspire, an online running community which aims to connect and inspire runners of all abilities. We're going to be talking about how Runspire first came about, as well as the plans for future challenges and races within the community. We also discuss Matthew's own personal running experiences and goals. Hello, thank you so much for joining me. No, absolute pleasure. I hope you're all good. Thank you. Let's start by asking how or when did you start your own running journey? That's a good question. So I think when I started, I think it was 2017, um, I basically just wanted to run a half marathon and my um, my town had just sort of reignited the local half um, with a new route. So I said to a couple of friends at work, shall we, shall we do it? Um, and they said, yes. So we kind of motivated each other to, to get to the start line. Um, and then as soon as I crossed the finish line, it was just, I was, I was buzzing. I was absolutely buzzing and wanted to do more. Um, and it's such an incredible feeling, as you probably know, that, you know, that first feeling of crossing the finish line and you just, I feel like so many people have done it and you just, you get addicted and want, want that feeling more and more. So yeah, that's pretty much how I started running, to be fair. You caught the running bug. Oh yeah, straight, literally straight away. And it was, I mean, the race itself was, it was a horrible rain. It was like, realistically, it was a horrible race, but because it was the only experience I had, it was amazing, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you're right about that first race, that first time you cross the finish line and you think, I got, I've earned my medal and you did it. Yeah, it's a really, it's an amazing feeling, isn't it? Do you have an ultimate goal from now? Um, thinking, well, I well, f- well, actually, from then I should say, you thought, well, I did that half marathon. Now what? To, what have you done since then? To be fair, from when I did it, I didn't really know much about the running world. It was kind of just on a, on a whim sort of thing, and I didn't know about Instagram, like the running community, how good it was, and stuff like that. So when I first sort of finished the race and was looking at other races, I was looking at, I was looking at 10Ks and I think I was looking at other half marathons. I didn't really contemplate a marathon at the time. It was just the short, shorter distances that I was enjoying and then it kind of all built up from there. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't know what it was about. I didn't really know anything about ultras or didn't really know how popular marathon running was and stuff like that, to be fair. Yeah, I think that was kind of the same for me, actually. And I first started running in 2017 as well. Um, yeah, my my dream is still remains to run a marathon. And hopefully 2022 is going to be my year. But um, yeah, I feel like I started off, I did a, the very first race I did was like a park run and then a 5k race for life. And then I signed up for a 10k, I did a few 10k. And I thought, okay, I'm going to push for a half marathon. And now I think the same for lots of people. They do, they do a half marathon. They think, mm, maybe I could try a marathon. Then they think, okay, I'm going to go for an ultra. Yeah. <laughs> so it just kind of builds from there, doesn't it? No, for sure, because you do one distance and you think, well, 
I, I've, I've achieved that now. I've done that. So, so what is next? And obviously, when people get to the marathon distance, the only thing you can do is go and do an ultra, which, I mean, sounds absolutely ridiculous, but it's what we seem to do. I know. It seems really ridiculous to me right now, but maybe maybe once I've got a few marathons under my belt, it might be something I think about. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, you will 100%. As soon as you get that marathon done, you will be like, yeah, I, I, can, I can do an ultra. Maybe not immediately after I finish, depends. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a few days. Yeah, and then you'll be back thinking, what am I going to sign up to next? Yeah, it does go like that, doesn't it? It sure does. Have you got a race or an event or even an experience that you've done since you first started running that you think, yeah, that one was really memorable, that one was re- that one really meant something to me, that I can just still remember that feeling right now? I think it was my first ultra. Um, I did the Race of Stones 50K on the second day, and it was my, like I said, it was my first ultra, and somehow I managed to win it um, in, I suppose, a respectable sort of time. Um, and I can just remember enjoying the entire thing that I didn't I obviously struggled because it's you know 31 miles that's a long way but I didn't struggle to the point where this is ridiculously hard you just do you know what I mean I think the adrenaline and everything was just pushing me along so much that it was an enjoyable enjoyable experience and somehow yeah managing to win it <laughs> wow that's incredible yeah I know that on race days there's the adrenaline and it's it's different from a training run isn't it but winning your first ultra that's that's pretty good going <laughs> It was a surprise as well because uh, for for the the start line you had like an hour and a half window. So me and my friend we just kind of went off on our own, and then he was he's a little bit slower than me, so he kind of done his thing. I went off and done my thing, and I didn't know I was in first place. So when I finished, I did finish first, but there's always the opportunity for someone to run it faster than me because they could have started an hour later. So it was it was a weird feeling finishing first, but not really knowing if I would be the winner. If that makes sense. Oh, wow. No, I didn't realise that's how it worked like that. I just envisaged, like you think, the start line, everybody crowded up, ready to go. But I suppose for such an endurance race, it is a bit different. Mm. Have you done any other sort of endurance race? Um, I've done what was a 50-mile race in August, um, but it, the, the course was cut short by about three and a half miles, which is still still a long way. But, yeah, that's the only other one I've done. I was supposed to do 100 miles uh, two weeks ago, no, yeah, a week and a half ago, um, and I got injured, so I had to pull out, which was quite unfortunate. Yeah, that's such a shame. Yeah, I know it's somebody that I work with. He ran the, is it called the Serpentine? I feel like it's called that Serpentine Trail, a hundred miles. Um, but he said he couldn't finish. He said he was just like, so gutted. He's like, I got to eighty nine miles. I think, oh my goodness, you just ran eighty nine miles, and you're still gutted that you didn't get to a hundred. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, having to pull out from injury, yeah, that's a bit of a shame. Yeah, like that's, I mean, 89 miles and pulling out is absolutely like devastating. I feel for him, but that that's the thing, like 100 miles, that's that's the next next step. That is, that's just ridiculous. Um, so to get to 89 miles is obviously a massive achievement, but to pull out, I can understand why you would feel so gutted. Do you think that you're still going to go for a 100 miler at, at some point then? I think I will. I think... I think I got into ultra running a little bit too early on in my career. Um, I think I, because last year, obviously, like so many races were cancelled and I had several other ultras booked and they all got cancelled. But then what I was doing was training for it 
it would get cancelled. Then I'd start training for the next one, which then got cancelled. And it was quite hard mentally training for it all. And it kind of knackered me out. And I think that's why I got injured now, neglecting the strength work to run and, and just running too much for that period of time without having the end result, if that makes any sense. Yeah, because it must be yeah disheartening, obviously, to think you train for all that and then you never end up with the medal or having the chance to do the race or to sh- to prove the effectiveness of your training or anything like that. Yeah, no, it's, it's I think more mentally than physically until till now when I when I did get injured. But yeah, the mental side of it was just it was hard work. It was, and I mean I know a lot of people experience that with like the big marathons and and a lot of the half marathons obviously being cancelled as well. So yeah, it's not nice. Well, hopefully things will be starting to get back up and running. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah. I think they are now. I think that more and more races seem to be getting back to normal. I know London's still doing October next year, but I think lots of races are trying to go back to their, well, quote-unquote normal, normal scheduling next year in particular. So hopefully we're going to see lots more um, events coming back and being able to run together because I guess that's that's a big part of it, isn't it, the running community? Yeah, especially with the the big races, like I said, London, Manchester as well, because I think Manchester's back in April, isn't it? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's massive to to have these for people to work towards over the winter as well. Um, so hopefully we will we will all be good and um, no races will be cancelled because people are going to be training hard over the winter. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, about the Runspire um, community. Now, so we're talking a little bit about community there. Um, what made you first decide to kind of set it up to build your own community of, of runners? And what, why, where did the title or the name Runspire come from? So the title come from Run to Inspire, which is like the old the, the tagline. Um, and it's just something I thought of at work. Um, it was a random thought, and I just chucked them together, and I was like, you know what, that sounds okay. And I said it out loud to a couple of workmates for the first time, and um, and, and they just kind of took the piss out of me a little bit and was like, What's, what are you doing? Because they're not runners, so they didn't really understand. Um, so, yeah, they took, took the, the piss out of me a little bit, and, and it was a little bit funny. But then when I spoke to actual running people, they, they liked it, you know, and it was good. And it basically started because I was part of Team Project Run, which is an, an online running community and, and coaching service. And when I when I left after I did Manchester Marathon, I was going to miss the the side, the community side of it, and talking to like minded people, etc. So I started a group chat, and it started with three of us. And I said, I want to I want to build like a community of some kind. I want to get more people involved in the group chat. Um, so I did more people. So the people I was speaking to on Instagram, I would say, look, do you want to join our, our group chat? Um, we're just going to have it to, to talk and stuff and arrange meetups maybe and stuff like that. And then we got a Facebook page and then we got an Instagram page and then a website and people could then go onto the website and ask to join the team. And it's kind of, yeah, just grown from there. And it was, it is not something that I intentionally thought would happen, but something I'm glad that it has happened. Amazing. So is there something that you're really proud of then? I'm seeing, I'm seeing that uh, community grow. What's been your proudest moment so far? Um, I don't think there's one moment. There's been a few um, challenges we've done, which you know we've done for charity and stuff, which we do a lot of stuff for charity, which is obviously amazing. Um, so we have raised you know thousands of pounds for different charities, which is massive for me. And I'm definitely proud of that. 
but I also I'm very proud of the friendships that have been created. I've made quite a lot of good good friends through it, and I know that a few people have made extremely good friends and even relationships through it, which is absolutely massive for me and it's what Runspire is all about so when I get messages from individuals to say without Runspire I probably wouldn't be uh, as happy as a runner as I would have been um, due to the friendships they've made which is you know that that just makes me so happy and, and proud of what we've made made with Runspire. Absolutely especially when you say it's just come from started from three friends chatting on WhatsApp or whatever it's amazing to think do you know how many people are in are in the community or join the community at the moment? Just over 450, I believe. And that is worldwide as well, which is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed in the group chat, actually, as if I suddenly thought, oh, actually, I don't think they're running in England. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. I think, yeah, we've got a couple of people in the Netherlands. I know there's a couple in America and Canada. Um, and there's a few other countries on the list, but I can't remember off the top of my head. And do you have any future plans now, now that Runspire has continued to grow? Do you think that there's some somewhere bigger that you want to take it? Or what do you see the future being for Runspire? So, yeah, I mean, there's so much we can do. And I've got a lot of ideas, but it just takes a lot of time to kind of put them in place. I think one of them is to have a, like a weekly run club. So not be affiliated, but like have people all over the UK sort of run a little run club on like i said tuesday night for example so people can just go and have a jog and meet other people um another one would be to have like sort of section or or area leaders so they can meet up uh, organize meetups and stuff in the local area so let's say wiltshire for example that like i would be the leader for wiltshire and i would organize meetups and stuff um someone from runswire actually gave me that idea which is, is amazing um and also we are in the planning of making a run spire race at some point hopefully next year um and long term i'd love to turn it into a like a proper running festival like the ones that you, you see um happen every now and then across i think over the world but you know in the uk um so yeah that'd be, that's like a long long term goal Wow, yeah, I love how you've talked about because I know at the moment quite a lot of the community or is mainly based online, isn't it, through either Instagram or WhatsApp or etc. Um, and I know we've talked also a little bit separately about um, the return of races. Um, have you been? I don't know if you've had a chance to yet, but have you? Are you looking forward to the chance to actually meet up and race with runs by runners again now post pandemic? Is that something that was happening before COVID? It, it yeah so it did happen a couple of times um it, i did i went to a, i've been to a couple of races where i've met new people from runspire but i've done a lot of races with people that i already knew from runspire but yeah no i am definitely looking forward to trying to organize more race meetups uh, over the next you know however many months um which would be amazing and do people meet um for times other than races just for like meeting for a weekend run or have you seen people meeting up in person other than just races through 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 Runspire? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I've seen so many friendships formed, like I said earlier, and and I see them meeting up for for long runs and stuff at the weekend or um, at the park run, for example. But you know, I've just got back from a a weekend away with some of the Runspire people in 
we went and climbed up Penny Fan and then went out for some food and drinks in the evening. So, you know, it's a, it's a weekend away from running, but we're still sort of being active and it's a lot more inclusive being able to go for a walk um, and then obviously going for some drinks and stuff. You see people in a different light, which is which is quite cool. Mm, yeah, that's one of the questions I was going to ask you actually would be is Ramspire for any kind of runner because obviously different paces, different abilities, different distances, all, all things to consider. But like you say, something like a walk where you're not actually necessarily meeting up to run, but it gives you that chance to, to actually get to know the, the other members better. No, for sure. Any Anyone of any level is definitely welcome within Ramspire because I've, I've mentioned to people before about going for a run and they've been worried about their pace, you know, um, which is not something that I... I want people to be thinking because if I meet someone and they're slower than me, that's absolutely fine. That's I'm, I'm not like going to be bothered about running slower for them. It's not a problem for me, but I can understand when people feel a little bit guilty. Um, so yeah, organizing walks and stuff like that is a lot more inclusive for people that are a little bit conscious about their sort of level of runner they are. And I suppose something like the Monday runs by a 5k, anyone can do it. It doesn't matter what their pace is. Um, but everybody sort of feels like they're doing it together on a Monday. Yeah, which is incredible because a, a guy called Johnny, who's part of Ranspire, he started it at the start of the pandemic, maybe like a month or two into it. And he was he basically said, look, let's do this on a Monday and to get everyone a bit motivated because obviously everyone was a bit struggling and stuff. Um, and then it's just continued from there. So, I mean, that's been almost a year, well, probably about a year and a half now of people just getting motivated on a Monday and going out and like you said it doesn't matter how slow or fast you run it it's about knowing that everyone on that Monday is doing it and it's a team effort. And do you find in general being part of the community online helps you keep motivated for days when you think otherwise perhaps you might not have gone for the run you were supposed to or the, the run that's on your training plan does it help with your motivation and your enjoyment? Yeah for sure I think Run Spire itself is extremely positive. Um, Instagram, on the other hand, can be a little bit toxic, which I'm sure you're kind of aware of. But on the whole, I'm very lucky that the people I follow and see on my feed are quite positive because if there's any sort of negativity or something I don't see or like, I will just generally unfollow them. Um, because I think if you log on to, to Instagram and scroll through and you see something that makes you feel bad. It's it's absolutely pointless um, following them. But yeah, I do get a lot of motivation from from social media, and it has definitely helped me over the last few years get to the point of where I'm at now. Would you say that Runspire is a really supportive community? Then what would and you, I suppose if you're if you're the overlooker, the founder, you just get rid of somebody who's not quite uh, not quite being such a supportive person. Yeah, I mean, luckily, there's there's only been a couple of occasions where, you know, someone has caused the problem of ridden run spy, which is difficult to deal with at first because I've never dealt with it before. But but the majority, you know, 99.9% .9 of people in run spy are supportive. And if you have questions, they will answer your questions. If you get involved in the group chat, they will you know, be there and support you. You know, I've seen so many people go through hard times over the last couple of years and the team has been there for them because they might not have anyone else to be there for them which yeah it just goes to show how supportive we are yeah having that support there is just because like you say in instagram it's not really exactly the same necessarily because you can't always ask a question and somebody answer you it's more like just 
can be just scrolling through, seeing what other people have done and being inspired that way. But in the group chat, for example, it's somewhere that you can you can ask for different people's opinions. You can you can see who's local to you. I think it's a little bit more personal personal in a way. Yeah, and I find with Instagram, obviously, people are allowed to post whatever they want, but with the group chat you see a lot more realness i think people are a lot more honest because it's not necessarily out in the com- complete public so people can be a bit more honest and not afraid to ask questions if that makes sort of sense and would you encourage a beginner runner to join something like runs by as they're first starting out oh 100 i mean i've seen because on the form to fill out on the website you can leave a little message and Quite a lot of people have been like, yeah, I'm brand new to running, you know, during the pandemic or whatever. Like, I just need to be part of a team to help me get motivated and inspire me. So, yeah, no, definitely anyone new to running is is encouraged to join the team, shall I say. And is there something that you've been inspired to do through the people that you've met through Runspur? I mean, I know you've mentioned about the Monday 5K coming from a member, a group member, for example, but is there any any activity well yeah it may be activity or event that you you would never have thought of without somebody suggesting that to you from Runswire. um that's a good question i would probably say the longer distances in in ultras like the 100 miles i used to speak to a guy called jamie a lot and he was going on about it doing it himself and then that that kind of inspired me to want to do it um because if i didn't speak to him i probably wouldn't even have known it was a thing um and yeah, so him speak, speaking to him about it got me inspired to to go further and go harder. Yeah, I think you're right. Having that community where it is a kind of that specific thing for runners, it's different from just people talking to their family or even just seeing you might not even know all the local races that are happening because not all of the only the big ones might catch the eye of someone who's not in not really involved in the community to start with and just beca- becoming more involved and meeting more people then yeah you just see how many different opportunities there actually are out there yeah no that you're so right there because like you said that if you didn't speak to people online you may not necessarily know about the smaller local races because if you're not searching them you wouldn't know if you if you only see what people post on instagram about the bigger races you wouldn't know about the small Uh, smaller local races that are just as fun in my opinion that's kind of like what you were saying at the beginning about how not realizing how popular marathon running was among well among the running community because certainly for me when I was first starting out I thought that London Marathon like that was just one of the only marathons that you could run in the year and now when I look at when I actually look properly through race calendars and you know um searching for more like you say more local or not as advertised that's the word I'm thinking of races that aren't advertised as well as something like you know London Marathon but actually there are so many marathons to choose from and just because you don't get a place at London Ballot for example then doesn't stop you from still going out and having a go and doing different things yeah no so true I mean a lot of of newer runners if they don't get into to london they don't think about doing a marathon but like you said there's so many more and there's so many more that are still reasonably popular with a good level of support but obviously london is uh, is just a different class something special yeah yeah for sure i mean i've not done it i've, been, I've not been lucky enough to get through the ballot but um yeah there's something special about it no doubt 
No, I have applied for the ballot this year again, but obviously <laughs> I have to wait and see. I don't know. I'm, I haven't been lucky in the past, but we'll see. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> no, that's it. Because I think, I, think, I think last year or the year before or something like that, it was 400,000 people applied for the general ballot. But only it was only like thirty five or forty thousand people got in, so it's you know it's, it's ridiculous, really. It's crazy. I think the more that time goes on, the more people apply. So actually, the less chance you've got of getting in at the ballot. But you've mentioned as well about running for charity, and there's all there's all different ways to consider if people do want to run a marathon. Somehow, there's there are there are things to consider um, to still give you that opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Especially like with London, obviously it's the marathon that that is run for charities, isn't it? It's it's massive for charities. So there's so many options if you wanted to do London and you could do it for charity. Okay, my final thing I want to ask you then is how can people get involved in Runspire to become part of the community if they've been listening and thinking, yeah, I could do with that motivation, I could do with that support, I could do with that community. What do they need to do? So, I mean, yeah, if anyone's listening that's interested, you can either you know, message the Instagram page or, or Facebook page and uh, we will guide you to the website or you can just go, you know, Google web, uh, Google Runspire and go to the head, uh, go to the website and um, fill out the join the team form. Um, as simple as that. And then you'll get an email from me or a message and pretty much you're in and we go from there. Like I said, there's, there's no sort of um, onboarding process. Anyone and everyone's welcome. And if somebody's thinking, mm, I'm not sure, um, perhaps I'm still a bit nervous to join, can you tempt them by saying anything that they might be interested in? Like, I know we talked about the Monday 5K. Are there any other challenges or events or anything that might be coming up soon that could tempt people to join? We will probably do a Christmas challenge we normally do. Um, I'm not too sure what yet, but there's. I think last year we didn't race the reindeer, so we raced like Santa around, around the globe. Um, but then we ended up beating him by we basically lapped him we've done so many more miles than we expected so yeah if, if you're if you're a bit like nah, i don't know whether to join the community but you are wanting to connect with people and get involved in fun challenges then then do it i mean it's everyone's so kind and everyone's so nice and even if you want to join but not necessarily get involved that much that's fine we have so many people that just kind of sit and chill and soak up the inspiration and motivation Amazing. Okay, thank you so much. Not a problem. It was great, great chance, and it was uh, a pleasure to be on the on the show. Whether you're a new mum thinking about starting your postpartum exercise journey, or you're working your way through couch to five k, if you've got a new post baby PB, or you're listening along on a gentle jog. Share your experiences using the hashtag LaceUpAndListen to be in with a chance of featuring on next week's episode as our Lace Up and Listener of the Week. Maybe you've been inspired by Matthew to join the Runspire community. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share and leave a review. If you have suggestions for potential topics or future guests, then I'd love to hear from you too. You can contact me on Instagram at TheUphillRunner or use the hashtag LaceUpAndListen. And that brings us to the end of this final episode of Series 3. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget you can still download and listen to all the previous episodes, including from Series 1 and 2. Looking forward to running with you next time! <laughs>